everybody welcome back to the it's on podcast with bruno and naika are we gonna always start with i guess so I, i think that's part of my um like part of my you know antics that's how I'm, i think that's how i'm gonna start every time i listen to this podcast where the guy always do that as well it does pew, 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 pew. Mm-hmm. for real yeah it's kind of weird i think I, I i got it from um charlemagne charlemagne always does pew, 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 in um in um the breakfast club when i used to, i used to listen to them all the time he always oh. was like this is charlemagne the guy peace to the planet um what? peace to the planet okay. <laughs> my accent came out again you just need to pronounce it <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, we were like peace to the planet. So ever since that day, like I've I've always oh, like saying. So it. that's what everybody else is doing. They're copying him because I'm like I've heard the. Oh uh, yeah, I guess so. And maybe he copied somebody else. Mm. You know, you know what they say in what King Solomon said in Ecclesiastes: nothing is new under the sun. Everything that's been done now has been done before. Oh, so it's Ecclesiastes or Ecclesiastes? Maybe it's Both? Ecclesiastes. Maybe I don't know. Uh, well, you're the one who's American, so I'm I not think American. I think your pronunciation would be more reliable than mine. E C C L E, and I'm pretty sure Google will give you the rest. Yeah, right here. Let's find out. Ecclesiastes. 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 Yeah. Ecclesiastes chapter one. It's, uh. uh. Ecclesiastes chapter one. Got it. How does E gets pronounced as uh? English is stupid. <laughs> but yeah, so we are back uh, to recap another episode of um, Joey's season. But before we get into it, uh, Actually, this time I have like pop culture stuff to talk about. There's this whole Nicki Minaj and Meg the Stallion thing that's been trending all over Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm. I don't care much about the beef, but what I'm in, what I'm interested about, or I would say, taken aback about, intrigued, but at the same time flabbergasted, is mm-hmm. how people are online, like Nicki's fans. Yeah, like Nikki's fans, like the way they they like respond to people and making death threats to people mm-hmm. about a celebrity they don't even know. I was reading a comment and somebody was like they feel like those comments are are written by a bunch of people that they just let out of a psych ward. And I uh, I was like I wholeheartedly agree because reading these I'm like are these people straight in the head like how can you go so hard for someone you don't even know yeah. and say the craziest thing to people online the world that we live in is pretty much a lot of crazy mental people yeah and pretty I, much I, I, actually when I was in like high school mm-hmm. I was friend with a girl who was obsessed with Nicki Minaj mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure she still is. Mm-mm. I just couldn't fathom it. I'm like, how can you be so obsessed with her like that? It's like that's my girl. Like so much passion into like being a fan girl. Yeah, it's it's, it's crazy. Fasc- it fascinates me. Yeah, it's crazy to me because there is a 16 year old in um, I I don't know if she's from 
Flint, Michigan, but she's like a, a activist for like clean water mm-hmm. all over America. So you know, with their with both songs, with both diss songs from Meg Thee Stallion and Nicki Minaj getting like a lot of streams and traction, mm-hmm. she kind of like posted on Twitter for them to um, donate like twenty cents, you know, per stream towards towards clean water for Flint mm-hmm. and for other. Um, cities around the world i mean around america and then literally like the the Nicki Minaj friends were like girl um shut the f up stay out of grown folks business she received like death threats and mind you she's 16 like already yeah she's 16 already changing the world while this 30 plus year old that are doing nothing with their lives are like going off on the girl and i was like yeah america is a crazy place what has cultivated such weird culture? Like, do you think social media plays a big part of why people act the way they do? Because I feel like Hollywood has put those celebrities on a pedestal. We created this culture of obsessing over celebrities, which created a world of monsters of people like literally worshiping people as gods. Like they literally worship like LeBron James, maybe you guys be saying like, you know, oh hell, King LeBron and stuff like that, you, like stuff like you know, you know what's crazy. Um, well, to answer your first question, I don't think it has anything to do with social media. I think with social media, what it's allowed us to see mm. is how crazy those people are because they have a platform to put their thoughts into writing, mm. but they've always like. They've always been crazy people. Just like mm-hmm. you've always heard at Michael Jackson concerts, people are passing out. Like yeah, when true. they when he touches them, when they see mm-hmm. him. So the crazies have always been there. The people with those crazy obsession with celebrities have always been there. Mm-hmm. But now they have a platform to express their thoughts. And you get to see how crazy everyone is. And it's funny you mentioned LeBron because I was thinking, I'm like, yo, so many times. You know, I I watch men go back and forth online, like about LeBron or Michael, who's their goat and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But all the arguments are always like basketball stats and facts and stuff like. Never like have I seen death threats towards one another over like you know a basketball discussion and stuff like that. I feel mm-hmm. I feel it's those beehive. It's the Beyonce, music world. Yeah, those beehive Beyonce. Girls, the Nicki Minaj Barb's and the Swifties, mm. like is I feel like those people are like they're more unhinged than sports fans. Maybe there is something you know behind the music that people don't really talk about. But like, I mean, going I'm, to I'm the sure. Travis Scott concert this Sunday just made me realize like how I'm not actually in the world because I felt uncomfortable there. Mm. Meanwhile, you were really comfortable, which is concerning. I was having a good old time. but uh, To be honest, I listen- mm, you were having an okay time. I don't think that's okay, the okay, but- I think you have a better time when we're at the Heat game versus when we were at the Travis. To be, to be fair, to be fair, like the Travis, the Travis Scott concert, mm. Two things I, I realized that that made me not have um, that good of a time is that number one, 
I've realized how so little I know of his music. Like the repertoire, like the, he played a lot of songs that I had no idea, like yeah. what those songs were. So I didn't really get to to enjoy. And secondly, it, if the concert felt very disorganized, I felt like I was like a Haitian <laughs> event. <laughs> I was literally gonna say that, like Travis Scott team. I think there's a whole bunch of Haitians. Yeah, I'm like, uh-huh. yo, I'm like, yo, this concert feels very disorganized. He <laughs> I was think not on time. A lot of things that were unprepared. It's yeah, just so disorganized. And then he comes back like, yo, sorry guys, we were having like, you know, like yeah, technical yeah, difficulties. We were having. It was just so. What? So that, not professional yeah, that's, at all. Yeah, that's the first time I've gone to a mainstream artist concert. It and, was, and it was like, like giving so ghetto. The, yeah, it was giving ghetto. That I think that's why, like, you know, it was it was. But as far as, like you know, feel mm-hmm. feeling like I felt, I felt most out of place when I when I went to see. Um, um, Breaking Benjamin and Disturbed, which are like a, a rock bands, mm-hmm. because everyone else there looked and acted nothing like me. Like, are you sure? I'm positive. <laughs> I'm positive. I'm, I felt so out of place. Like, like I'm. It's it's got. I had the same reaction towards myself that people have towards me when they find out that I like that type of music. <laughs> It's got, as I'm standing there, I'm like, how the hell do you? <laughs> Literally. I remember like dating you and you told me you like rock music. I was so confused. I was like, what? Yeah. A black guy? Like, <laughs> yeah. like, are you serious? And then I just like the fact that you respect my ears by not playing those rock music in the it, car when I'm in It's here. not for everyone. <laughs> It's not for I like, thank God you respect my ears. Yeah, you listen to this on your own time. <laughs> <laughs> but but I like the writing though. The writing is more creative yes. than any other genre. I had that to I've defend to. you yeah. like by telling people, guys, do you know that people who listen to rock are very smart? Because every time people like hear that you like rock music and they kind of like look at you like very weird. Mm-hmm. And I'm here like let me defend him. People who listen to rock music, they're very smart because the lyrics are very intellectual and it takes a lot for people to actually understand. Yeah. I mean, that's that was statistics Which is too. Facts. Yeah, Which is that facts. was facts people, and statistics. People who listen to rock and classical. Classical, I believe, is the number one. Yeah. <sighs> On that note, let's yep, get to the let's episode. Let's get into the episode. So this is episode two of Joey's season. Again, I like the production like the way they started the they episode. Trying to, they're trying to win an award. Yeah. Do they ever get nominated for Emmys and I, stuff like I that? I do know reality um, TV shows are starting to like be nominated for like editing and, mm. and stuff. So they're putting a lot of effort into this. So I do believe they're, they're trying to win an award because they, they've been doing a really good job at editing the episodes. Yeah. So, so yeah. So the episode starts with, um, Lauren spiraling and stuffing her face with mm-hmm. with a cake, and then they, and then they do the little and reel us back into the present after showing us the future. Yeah, exactly. They start the episode with the end, 
just so that they could tell us how did we get here, which I enjoy. Yeah. So in present time, the episodes start with, um, you know, all the girls sitting in the circle and Lauren and Allison pretty much confess to all the girls that they dated the same guy in the past before what what do you think about that you have an older I think, sister i believe it because i do have two cousins who dated the same girl and i happen to know that girl too oh. it's like literally one of them dated her in middle school and then the other one dated her in high school not gonna name any name middle but- school and high school don't count these two women they literally did what like they one of them dated the guy in college and then the other one dated him later in life like as grown up adults, not middle school and high school. That is still weird. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I knew one where it was just you know. Yeah, but um, so yeah, that's how the episode starts, and then they walk in with the the group, you know, with the group date card, mm-hmm. and then um the the concept for the group date card was very interesting. The wedding group date. Yeah. They always have like a wedding theme, which I enjoy. Um, but what stood out to me, they played musical chair and I love a musical chair. And what's the name of the girl who literally jumped to go sit by, um, by Joey, by Joey, Evelyn, Evelyn. I'm yeah, like, she jumped girl, you trying to literally like, Break a finger to sit by Joey. It was is it that deep? But hey, and guess what? It gave me a sense of to her like athletic um capability. Joey was very impressed, mm-hmm. and and she ended up um she ended up sitting at the end of the table after jumping over the table. So that all of that was pointless. Oh, poor thing. If I was Joey, I would give her a little special attention. Yeah, yeah. So. What what also stood out to me is on the way to um on the, the wedding on the way to the wedding they all had to ride in a limo and then they all were doing like a little cameo um mm-hmm. uh, cameo cameo video mm-hmm. and Maria mentioned you know she can't wait on her wedding day for her dad to be there and then Lawrence yeah and walk her down the aisle and Lawrence started crying because her dad like recently passed away seven, seven months, months ago. ago yeah and and Maria pretty much. Um, you know, hugged her and I was like, consoling yeah, I her. I actually like how Mar- when Maria, like, she was kind of, like, feeling so bad. Like, yeah. her reaction gave me a sense into the type of person she is. Yeah. She handled that really sweet. I was like, oh, my gosh, she's being so sweet about it. Like, she was being very... um is it um empathetic? Symp- um, yeah, I think she, I was, think she had both sympathy and, and empathy, empathy in that yeah. moment. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like... Uh, I like I told you I like Maria a lot. Like something about her, she's keeping me on my toes. <laughs> like Joey likes to say. And and throughout throughout the date, Lauren was feeling down about the whole dad thing. Like she couldn't really enjoy herself nor talk to Joey. And again, it was Maria. You know, came when back came and, back and talked to her. Yeah, mm-hmm, that's true. Um. The group date, um, I do like the connection that Joey had with Rachel, the one that when they were dancing, like she had the first dance. She gave a speech. Mm-hmm. I don't know what her, like she gave a toast. I don't know what. Yeah, a toast. It was a, she was very witty with And uh, yeah, with I'm like, toast. I kind of love Rachel's personality. Like she's, she's perfect. She, she has the right words. Yeah. Like she, she, she articulates herself really well. Yes. 
Yeah, like, you would be like being friend with Rachel. You would feel cool. And and she's she was very she was very clever. She very was very clever. clever with her speech. She yeah. she has a lot of wit, and mm-hmm. I think that's what that's what made him choose, choose her, her for the first yeah. dance. And she was so comfortable. Like when they were sharing the first dance, to me, you know me, I'm so awkward. I mm-hmm. feel so awkward and un- and very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. She seemed like this was her man. Like she knew him for like years and stuff. She's over here kissing and hugging. She, she felt really comfortable like there was chemistry there yeah for sure and and the fact that they had michael bolton singing <gasps> singing the you song know some, the- you know like i'm young so mm-hmm. and i know M- michael bolton some people don't even know this man yeah i, I listen to his music is that the song David? well that's a song that he was singing yeah. um but the first song that I've that I heard by him, I think that song was released in like 1984. Like I used to play it all the time. I think I have in my library. It was like, how am I supposed to live without you? That song is fire. You no, need to no, add no, it no. to the I just know the most popular song. Which is <laughs> when apparently Michael Bolton had a brain tumor. For real? Yeah. So he's ah, doing really well. Yeah, I didn't know that part. Had a brain tumor. He also has a song with the Lonely Island. It's like a comedy song from Saturday Night Live. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, so that date went, went really well. We did well. Let's talk about how Maria changed at, like the end, the night portion. Oh, yeah. She was wearing hour. some sexy white dress and she went and changed into like that a CB2 a, white a, dress. Yeah, CB2. You know it because you know I stay shopping there. Yeah, anytime I see the corset on the dress, yeah, I'm like that CB2. You know it. Um, can y'all um, sponsor us, CB2? Because I shop there a lot. But anyways. <laughs> I'm going to make sure. I kind of like how she kind of like keeping him on like his toes a bit. Like I, I like the fact that she wanted to stand out by changing her outfit. I thought that was really a good play. Although like she was trying to be sexy when he was trying to get to know more mm-hmm. about her. Mm-hmm. But I felt like all she kept doing is like, I just want to kiss. I just want to like. Yeah. that's Almost it. seemed like she just wanted like to make out that's it. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say to you as well because in his interview, he was saying that, yeah, you know, she's keeping him on his toes, but he he's wanting to go a little bit below the the surface and yeah. learning more. Yeah. Meanwhile, she is leading with, like, her sex appeal. You know, she's leading with her sex appeal where mm-hmm. he went from wanting to have a serious conversation Mm-hmm. to them just making out now i know with editing i don't know what we didn't see exactly. whether they spoke or not but i'm like that is that won't be sustainable if it's just you know we meet each other we we when we talk it's always surface level and then we make out and then i just find you hot if he's really looking for a wife that can only last for so long that that's why that is absolutely that, true. That's my thinking on that yeah but I'm pretty sure there's there was a lot of editing there. Yeah, I mean, because she cannot just literally like he's like, I just want to know more, and then she's like kissing more, kissing more, kissing more. Nah, I think she's too smart for that. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Still likes Maria, but they're really trying to paint her as some type of weird villain for some reason. But that's all. It's all good. Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, for some reason. Jess still got the group roles because she was crying and I had no, like, I didn't really understand why she was crying. Well, she was crying um, because she 
she Something told them some story about in past relationships she's always lost herself mm-hmm. where you know she becomes someone um completely different to please the other person which which I don't understand how that story relates to what she was saying earlier cuz earlier she was kind of uncomfortable watching Joey with all the um, other girls. So she was like, she started focusing on Michael Bolton instead, <laughs> especially during the first dance. But what I noticed about her is that all those shenanigans that she was doing on the first night, yeah, it seems as though that's not who she is. She seems a little bit more um, laid back and kind of like a girl's girl. Because mm-hmm. when they were reading the names for the group date, she was literally cheering for everybody. Yeah, she was clapping like yeah, yeah, like while while they called other people's names. Aww. So I'm like, okay, she. I don't think she's as bad yeah, as she, she was portrayed. Yeah, the first night. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Um, well, she got the group for um the group date roles. Did do you think she deserved it, or do you feel like there was other people that you felt like had stronger connection? Yeah, I thought Rachel was gonna get it because she got. I didn't see them talk in the night portion. No, uh, but but the day portion doesn't that carry over? No, you gotta you know redeem yourself at night. What? Mm, I don't know. That's not what happened with Edwina. Edwina got a rose from her day portion performance. Yeah, I guess <laughs> they switch it up. Yeah, nah, I think. But let's not jump the gun. Um, we have the first one on one. And it goes to Daisy, the girl who has the hearing disability. Mm-hmm. Um, the day portion of the day, I felt like it was awkward to me. Like watching it, I didn't see there was any connection until the night portion of the date. I think it's because of the type of date that they did. You know, it's a it's it looks kind of like a fairground type of date. So the the only time you see a little chemistry is, is when they they are deciding to play the little fairground games, you know, which game do we wanna play, which prize mm. do you want? Like you see a little cute exchange there. And then the, them dancing to that VIP um musical performance mm. by that artist that I have no idea who, who it is. is. <laughs> but but the date what the date was well curated for them because they've already spoken to each other about their love for music. Oh. So, you know, spending the day at the fairground yeah. and with the live music and everything happening, yeah, it was kind of like, yeah, it was kind of like perfect for them. All right. Um, well, fast forward, we go to the night portion. She reveals to him that she lost her hearing at the age of, I believe, 15. I don't remember exactly. But yeah. I think she says about 11 years ago, so... Yeah, she said she lost her hearing at the age of 15, and she recently got an implant. Um, What's interesting that she had to go to a different um, country. country. Yeah, then she go get it in Germany or something? Yes, I think Germany. And I'm like, what kind of procedure that was? Uh, a lot of a lot of people go to... America. A lot of people go to Europe for special procedures, like Germany, Turkey... Like, That's interesting. Yeah, that those places are way more advanced, like medical. Yeah, I mean, you got America. 
is just good at marketing. America is good at marketing itself as the best. But yeah. all around the world, there are countries that are more advanced in a lot of stuff than we I are. People <laughs> in Asia curing cancer. No, not Asia. I would say people in um, you br- not, not India. I think anywhere that uses natural stuff can cure cancer faster than America. Oh, oh, maybe. I don't know which country that is, but maybe. Haiti, Greece, Greece. Greece is known for using natural stuff. I believe so. They oh. do. Okay. Uh, maybe, maybe so. Because a man, they told them that in a, like when I was watching those um, what they call those documentaries about like what do you eat and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Or no, I think it was um the documentary about people in different location and how they live longer. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a man that was diagnosed with cancer. They told him he only had four months to live and he wanted to die in like his homeland, which was I think somewhere in Greece. Mm-hmm. He ended up living for over 30 years. Wow. He's still alive because he started um, using natural um, Greek medicine. Oh, then we're moving to Greece then. Well, we're not sick yet. Oh, okay. True. <laughs> she said we're not sick yet. You know we're eating American yeah. food. Yep. But but yeah, um Daisy besides the the hearing loss, she also had Lyme disease and wasn't okay for like quite some time. But I like I like how um Joey reacted to all that information, you know, yeah. being dumped on him. He was he's he's very good with his words, you know, give give her like reassurance telling her that she is inspiring Mm -hmm. you know her resilience and her wanting to work for like her own not-for-profit full-time to help other you know teenagers and kids going through similar stuff Mm -hmm. so it was well received by her and she ends up getting um a rose yeah do you think that um she's gonna go far like do you feel like it was a genuine connection or the sob story actually help them connect? Like I, think, I get so confused. I think it was a genuine connection because he picked to go on it with her first, and before she even told them the the story, like mm-hmm. you could see, like he he's into her because she's so. cute. She, yeah, she is. Yeah, she's cute. She's not like Mar- Maria is hot. Yeah, she's cute. That is true. Yeah, we'll see. All right, so then we we have the, another group date, the second group date. I didn't know what the fuck that was. Sorry, excuse my language. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> no. But we do have Jubilee shows up and damn, damn, um, Demi. Now we're gonna have to rate this show, uh, rated E. No, is it rated E? Yeah, rated it, R. I think it's rated. I think they put the E for like explicit. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, kidding. I didn't know what that was, but. Oh, I have co-workers that's probably tuning in to, like, snitch on me. Uh, they'll, be, <laughs> they'll be fine. Let me stop. They'll um, be fine. But but um, uh, that I think the motive of the game was to protect the heart. So it looks kind of like a, a paintball-ish type of game where, you know, you're supposed to go. So it's kind of like each group start at each end. Mm-hmm. Of the field, yeah. you're supposed to make it to the other side, grab the heart, and bring it back to your side, protecting it without it like getting like you know any Dirty. paint. Yeah, getting shot by any paint. 
and that's how that's how you win. It's like a best out of three. I guess. And it and, was such a dumb game. Yeah, and Edwina Edwina turned on the Jets. She was yeah. like she was like running so fast, and she ended up you know catching his attention. Yeah, Edwina was playing hard. Like she was giving her all. She laid it out on the field, pretty much. Yeah. For love. Yeah, for love. Her, um, her and Krissa. But, I don't remember Krissa. But Krissa's team lost, so she didn't get. Krissa, how did she look? She's the only hefty girl left. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I, I like her. Mm, cool. Um, Edwina had an accent. We thought she was Haitian. But yeah, yeah she's actually African from she's Liberia. African. Uh, I do like when she won the date. She was like, I don't feel bad. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> you want me to feel bad for having more time with Julie? No, I'm actually happy. And I'm like, you go, girl. Like, why would you feel bad? I think I think where she's from is the only country in Africa that's never been colonized. Which country is she from? Liberia. Oh, she's from Liberia? Yeah. You know, I think that's where Haitians are from. I'm kidding. That's not where Haitians are from because (laughs) because Liberia has never been colonized. Like the the whites were never able to like make it there and and make them slaves or anything. Like they've always been free since the beginning. Ah, lucky them. So she has no idea. Maybe 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 not. But but yeah. So she she ends up having a nice time with um, Joey with Joey and another tears. I mean her her tears. Were, it was genuine. Yeah, her tears were genuine. All of their and, tears were genuine. And her story and her story was relatable because um, Haitian kids, a lot of Haitian kids and African kids kind of have like the same background. background and experiences, you know, growing up in their household. Her explaining that, mm-hmm. you know, with her being the eldest um, first daughter, she's also kind of like a second mom to her siblings. Mm-hmm growing up having to take care of them Mm. and also with her being the eldest she has to succeed like failure is not an option because she pretty much has like Mm -hmm. a whole family riding on it like as i'm listening to her i'm like that's you yeah like you preaching you preaching to the choir except i didn't have any siblings to to take her yeah (laughs) i didn't have siblings to take her of but everything else i was like hey you know, yeah. success is a must because there is like a whole clan riding on you being successful. If you're like an that. islander, your parents do not like. If you're an immigrant, you're you have to be successful. Period. Exactly. It's just, yeah, that's how you're raised. Yeah, yeah. You need so, to want to be something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Joey probably can't relate to that. Yeah, because he's literally a what is he a a, a I, soccer? What is he a, a tennis, tennis coach? coach? Like. A, a tennis coach. Not, that was not gonna fly in an immigrant household. Is he Italian? Telling an immigrant parents you want to be a tennis coach. I know they'll slap you. If like you don't a say tennis ball. if you don't say doctor, nurse, lawyer. <laughs> they, <laughs> if you don't say any of those, no, you, you don't have the rack. Yeah, you don't have you don't have a career if you don't say any of those to the Asian parents. Definitely. So I I definitely understood Edwina. Yeah. Yeah, she's so, pretty. Yeah, she's she's pretty. Yeah. She's she's cute. She ended up getting a, a rose as well. But do you feel like there's a real connection there? Um, he handles the women really nice. You know, he handled them really well. But I feel like it could seem like he has connection with everyone. 
if he wants to because he's just so like I think he's really good with communicating and listening so it, it all it can seem like oh he has a connection with everyone but I, I don't think so I didn't feel the strong connection I, I think so far the only person well I say probably three uh three people mm-hmm. I would say for sure Maria mm-hmm. that there's a strong connection there yeah um, Allison, that's the younger sister of Lauren. Oh, I didn't the see any sisters. connection. Um, this episode with her. Yeah, but but I I, I just know it's there. Okay, I'm yeah. like okay. I just know it's there. Mm-hmm. So I would say Allison mm-hmm. and the girl that he went on the on the date with Daisy. Mm-hmm. I would say Lexi. Then Lexi, yes, Lexi. Lexi Daisy so far, based yeah. on what I saw, and Maria and Maria so yeah. far. Yeah. yeah, but I'm telling you, Allison is in there. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So that that was, that was um. Adwina's. Okay. Yeah, that was Adwina's time, and that's that that was pretty much it for like the the dates, the group dates happen, mm-hmm. and the one on one. So now we have the little downtime of the women just sitting around in Getting a circle. Getting ready for the roles. Yep, talking to each other, okay. and Medina. Medina is the 31-year-old. Yes. Oh, Lord. And Medina expresses to everyone that, you know, she's feeling a little insecure because she's the eldest woman here and she's 31. Yes. And last time we checked, I think Joey is 27. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, I think he's 27 or 28. All I know is that I'm older than him. Yeah, me too. And I'm 20. Oh, you older than him as well? Dude, I'm 28. Okay, so he's 27. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, so she... She was, um, you know, making a big deal about her being 31, you know, being the eldest in the house and how yeah, she felt insecure she about time. it. Yeah, she's running out of time. <laughs> she needed to freeze her eggs. To be honest, like 31 is not that old. She's tripping. I know. I know. But I, and... get it. I get it because I don't know her background, but in Haitian culture, if you're 31 and you're not married... That's a big problem. Oh yeah, you done. They, you, they, they, they normally say "dupsis muina mail." Whatever that means. So, so you know how when you play dominoes mm-hmm. and then you have the domino no game, you you have no more moves. You know, you know the domino that has the the six on both sides, yeah. like the double six, and you always want to get rid of it fast. But you- so if you're 31 and you're still not married, they say you got stuck with that domino in your hand. Damn, yeah. yeah, that's how they treat it. Yeah, so. But it's so funny you say, girl, it's not that big of a deal because that's exactly how Maria felt because yeah. Maria is 29. Yeah. So Maria was expressing to, to Taylor and someone else, mm-hmm. practically saying, hey, you know, most of us here are older than, uh, Joey. than Joey. I'm 29. I'm old too. But, you know, the old is kind of like in quotation mark because she doesn't feel like she's old at 29. Wait, I feel like I had to find that clip to remember exactly what she said. Yeah, yeah. To I see can... if it sounded condescending. Yeah, we, we can we can definitely um, find the clip. Because our girl Sydney was all up in that business. Medina, you are 31. Own it. Joey probably loves it. I think it's hot. I thought I heard, I thought I heard, I thought I heard Medina's name. And Sydney dry snitching. <laughs> And Sydney's definitely a Karen because that's Karen behavior. She wasn't part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. She overhears, you know, sound bites, yeah. you know, pieces of information. And she goes and, and she just runs. Drama. Yeah. And she just runs with it. 
and try to tell like a story to Medina without knowing, you know, the full scope of what was said. Yeah, Sydney, that was a bad move, terrible move for the like. Who is telling her to do these things? I don't think anyone is telling I her. I think she just wanted TV time because I hadn't heard anything about her. Based on her face, she looks like her actions. <laughs> she always say that. I'm telling you, normally when people do stuff, they look like what they do. Mm. And like if, let's say, based on how Sydney looks, Sydney's the type of coworker that if oh. I had her in my job... I would make sure she doesn't see anything on my social media. Oh. I would make sure I never make any jokes to her. Oh. It would be like a hello. I do my job. If I if I need to talk to her for my job, I would talk to her. I would to tell her my business just to test her ass out. No, definitely not. Uh, unless the business is is something very insignificant. Of course. Yeah, because Sydney, Sydney is a pure Karen, and it sucks because Sydney is in her twenties. By the time Sydney is in her 30s and oh, 40s, Lord. she's going to be a menace to society. And I bet Sydney wants us to validate, like, why she did that. You know, like, she probably felt like she was in the right for doing it. Too. I know. Felt like she was, Medina like, is my girl. But, you know, in reality, her real issue is that she just probably don't like Maria and is probably threatened by Maria. Of course. You know, some girls are like that. Just because I don't like how you look, how you are, I'm looking jealous of your aura. So I'm just going to make up something to, like, show that you're, like, a terrible person when you're really not. Yeah. That's that's the vibe I'm getting. I agree. (sighs) Yeah, I mean, you know, look at Maria and then look at her. So Oh, let's not that, do that. That part that part I'll validate her feeling that way. I can understand it. Bruno, you're a guy. When you do it, it's a problem. How is it a problem? I I don't get it. How is it a problem? I see, I say. That's an observation. <laughs> Well, you know, I have to play the devil's advocate this season and be the nice one. I, I'm being nice to Maria. <laughs> anyway, Sydney, I hope it doesn't continue. It, it seems like, you know, yeah, the drama based, continues. Based on the preview, it's going to go into next week. And Maria, looks like Maria is going to have to defend herself. Uh, to joey to joey basically you know with joey saying you're only showing me half of you there is a you know mean girl slash bully side that yeah you know you didn't show but it appears that there will be a a third party like another girl to save uh, standing up yeah saying like she doesn't feel like anyone is being bullied here that's like a stretch yeah i think it was the duina saying that yeah i think so it it was a huge stretch like she is tripping um but um who went home? Erica went home. Yeah, Erica went home. I was shocked about Erica yeah. going home. Erica went home. It. And yeah, that's the only notable person that was sent home. Because yeah. everybody else, I had no idea what their name was that was sent home. Wait, did the 31-year-old went home, right? No, she's still here. Oh. Medina is still here. And Lauren went home. That that's the, Let's talk about that. Let's talk about oh, Lauren. Oh, yeah, Lauren. Because she... that's, how, that's how the episode started. And yeah. that's how it ended. So she basically expressed to Joey that, you know, the whole day she had a hard time with um, her father's um, passing. And also she, you know, she's having a hard time with the overall process, you know, like, you know, being on the date, 
So they reminding her of her father and the whole premise of In the reality, show. In reality, she felt like, you know, he was not, like, she was not the number one girl. I feel like that's one of the main reasons. That's possible. Because throughout the night, she didn't get a chance to speak to him. Mm-hmm. And it's obvious that the connection is not as strong. So you think she she's resigning before she gets, she resigned before Absolutely. she got fired. Exactly. Because he can't keep both of the sisters. Yeah. She yeah. Is most I mean, I called it from the get go. I said, I said, he's going to, he's going to send her home early mm-hmm. because he's feeling Allison more. So mm-hmm. he has to break up the sisters before he gets more like, you know, serious. Yeah. Yeah. But, but she, yeah, she sent, she sent herself, home and she's also had me cracking up mm-hmm. because she had like a, a nice cake prepared for them for the nighttime. It was in red velvet. And she she wanted red velvet. They didn't give her red velvet and then she started like losing her shit about not having the right cake. Yeah. And it's not even red <laughs> velvet. We need that clip. I know. She stuff she stuffed her face with, for, with like half of it and just threw the rest of the ground. Like, for real though. <laughs> But yeah, she had a dramatic and funny exit. But yeah, that that was it for uh, episode it two. two. It was good. Yeah, it was good. So far, I'm enjoying myself. I think so too. It's a good watch. The only time I was annoyed was um, with uh, Sydney, and it kind of remind me why. Like I get I get annoyed sometimes watching this show is when when you have those people that. Snitches. I, yeah, either they're doing it on purpose because no, they're just not. Trust me, I, I know people like this in real life. Yeah, and and, and remember what I, I was like, man, I wish I could break somebody like Krishan Rock on this show that could like <laughs> literally beat her ass Pop or off. doing something like that. Pop off on some. Girl. Yeah, act like act like it's a. I'm like, I was like, I wish this was like Bad Girls Club where they allowed him <laughs> to fight a little so that Maria could beat bad her girls ass. Club <laughs> I can't believe we used to consume all these crazy ass reality TV. Yeah, shows. now now they have a similar one. There's no assault. You cannot assault people anymore in reality. Not TV not shows. on Bodies West. Bodies West on Zeus Network. They are rocking smacking people all the time. Oh, yes, they're not suing. You know, you know the lady. You know they can sue the the the, the show. They probably sign a. They probably sign something that's the. I'm allowed to get my know. ass beat. Violence is not acceptable because people can actually be injured. Uh, well, <laughs> she's can. out here smacking people. She smacked Natalie Nunn one time. <laughs> That's the lady with the long chin that we... Who? Natalie Nunn. Who smacked Natalie Nunn? Christian Rock. Who really? Else? Yeah, she smacked Oh, because it. she was on Bad Girls Club? Baddies West. That's on Zeus Network. I don't watch Zeus. Sorry. Yeah, it's, I think it's a black people network. Mm. Anyways, anyways, well, this is all for um, tonight, guys. Yeah, uh, I enjoyed the episode. I hope you guys are enjoying it. Um, if you guys like Bruno, please continue sharing our podcast. Like it. Comment. Because that helps us get more um, listeners. Like, you're helping our podcast when you kind of like. And write a comment or review. Thank you. Thank you. And if you're listening to us in the morning. Good morning. And if you're listening to us at night. Good night. Buenas noches. Yeah, we'll chat soon. Bye. Bye.